Hey beauty, today I have a very special guest for you. Her name is Inessa Ponomoriovite. Sorry, Inessa, if you're listening, I probably butchered your last name. So Inessa is the visionary founder and CEO of Nessa's Hemp, the world's first ever full spectrum CBDA oil. It is created through a unique process that she developed herself that preserves all the healing compounds of the hemp plant. This promotes optimal healing and restores the body to its natural state. Her journey with hemp and CBD began five years ago when her mother was diagnosed with cancer and given six months to live. Heartbroken but determined, she traveled the world on a mission to find natural ways to overcome her health condition. That is when she discovered that the hemp plant is known to be a miracle plant. However, when she met with the leading CBD producers in the U.S., she realized that none of them had a high-quality hemp product. She knew that she knew what she had to do after facing many challenges. She was finally able to create a product for her mother and subsequently other people in the world that is an effective alternative health solution. Today, Nessa's Hemp is certified as the highest quality organic hemp product on the market. Today, her mom is cancer-free and enjoying a happy, healthy, and fulfilling life, and Inessa is on a mission to help millions of lives across the globe. This is a two-part episode, so be sure to check out part two right after this episode. Let's get into the show. Welcome to Her Holistic Healing. Do you want more energy and less anxiety so that you can do all the things? Are you searching for meal ideas, essential oils, and other holistic treatments? Do you wish you could know which direction to take with your health so that you could finally feel better? Hey, I'm Alexandra. I love Jesus. I'm a wife, mom of three, and registered nurse with years of experience in clinical research. I also wanted more energy so that I could have more fun and keep up with my growing child. I too was confused about all the different diet and treatment options. I too wanted to wake up every day and feel good, but I felt anxious because I couldn't solve the mystery of my health. Until God showed me that He is the source of true healing. In this podcast, you will learn holistic treatments and Bible truths that will lead you to the peace, joy, and freedom that you have been hoping for. So what do you say we take a break from the mind-numbing, humdrum busyness? Let's rest and let God be our healer and helper. Can we start out? Could you share a little bit of your health journey as a kid growing up? Uh, It was a tough one. And especially when I didn't know any answers and I was just, you know, um, following the mainstream um, medical system like all of us, I guess. Um, Yeah, I grew up back home in Lithuania. So, you know, I was raised and born in this country. So uh, we had very tough, I had very tough childhood. And uh, I don't regret, I think it made me a very strong human being. And with that being said, I did have all kinds of health situations going on, like my kidneys, my UTIs, that eventually turn into the kidney uh, major problems. So, but you know, your mom doesn't know any better. And especially at that time, we were living under communism. 
So she just trying to provide whatever is the best for the family. And she would sacrifice herself and I would be responsible for the household. And and if I'm sick, she would just take me to the doctor. And the doctor would do only in the one thing, which just put me on a pill. And the pill would never take care of the root of the cause of the problem, or just take care of the symptom. And because taking care of the symptom, that means problem is going to come back. And every time it comes back, it gets stronger and heavier and harder. So long story short, is by age 25, I would say I was pretty uh, miserable. I was uh, looking a dead uh, human being because I just had no power in me. Uh, I had major health issues. I had gut issues. I had kidney issues. I couldn't breathe. I had lung issues. Nobody could figure out what's going on. And yes, during that period of time, while I was already living in the United States, I was taking all kinds of medications. And I thought in Lithuania, doctors are not good enough. So I try. I tried to trust the doctors in America. And actually, things got even worse instead better. So it wasn't easy. It wasn't... It wasn't easy, and thank God I I was able to wake up and say, I got to try something different, because most people are, they're sitting in that vicious cycle, and and they they become so used to and immune to their own health conditions that are so uh, unhealthy for you, then they make you sick, they not make you feel good. So yeah, that being said, that was, that was a big thing that I decided to take this journey on my own. And I said, enough is enough because the medical field is not providing any, any answers for me. So what did you do? Did you, did someone introduce you to different practitioners or what, how did you start on that, that other path? That time I didn't even know there is a different practitioners. So now I do. And I quite, quite very aware aware of what's going on in the world um no what i did i said i just simply looking how to reduce my symptoms like is the diet has an impact like what happens when you drink alcohol even if you drink once a month still so with that being said i just start looking for like nutritional like talking to i guess with my unhappy experiences but my someone i used to work out together say you should cut off the sugar you should cut off this and when I started Googling why I should cut off the sugar, I would find the reasons why or answers why, because they, they feed your yeast, your candida in the body, and that always leads you to the cancer when it's mutated. So I was just I was just simply looking for an answer, talking to people, whatever I was hearing, hearing around. I was just going Google and immediately implementing. And if it says alcohol is not good for you I just would cut off the alcohol you know and that's exactly what I did so eventually I got a little bit more knowledge so within one year I was able to transform my health and be completely healthy so until today I don't even know what the disease is that's amazing and somewhere along that journey that's when you found out about your your mom's health struggles is that right yeah, but it was more to it because I really, when I came in America, I really had nothing. I was literally homeless. I mean, not in the beginning, immediately, not immediately, but I was with my ex, uh, you know, in relationship. That's the reason I stayed. I never wanted to come in States. I just came to visit the country and I met someone, I fell in love and I stayed. So, but, you know, that relationship turned into the nightmare and that nightmare turned me into the homelessness and turned me into lots of 
you know, legalities and the order protections and you name it. So that stress always actually triggers your disease. Even if you're like kind of okay, you still hang, like hanging there. If you have stress, you're always going to trigger your disease even to grow faster. So whatever the, whatever the disease you have. So what happened to me personally, I really got to the point where I lost everything in my life and I had to start completely from zero. No English, no status in this country, no health, a bunch of great people who's trying to help me and to figure out my life. So that took me to five years to straighten my life, but I was working hard. I used to work 19, 20, 21 hours a day on average, seven days a week, like almost 24 seven. Uh, to the point where I used to put even my face in the ice cube to keep myself awake because I would be sleepy. So yeah, so when I got really my life in order, like good job, car, career, you know, perfectly communicating with everybody I need to communicate. What happened to me is I was simply looking what's my purpose in life. And I just went on my knees and I was asking God for one year straight, like, what's my purpose? Is this is it? Is this is American dream? Yes, I had a nightmare. I finished with my nightmare. Now my life is good. It took me five years. My health is better. My health is amazing. Actually, at that time, everything was great already. And my everything was just too perfect kind of type of thing. And I said, is this is it? Is that's the purpose of live, living here? And I just started talking to the God and I said, God, what's my purpose? And I literally went on my knees every single night. What's my purpose? What's my purpose? And within one year, I received a phone call. And, and my mom, she called me. It was seven o'clock in the morning. She said she got cancer and she had six months left to live. And, and that was the best, best day in my life um, because I saw um what god wanted me to do and i saw the vision and as she is crying and trying to tell me about her her diagnosis i'm saying mom you're saving lives right now and god finally answered my prayers and she's like what are you talking about <laughs> it's like i never seen a kid celebrating mom's cancer <laughs> so but I really saw the vision and it was very strong until today we laugh with my mom I said do you remember so do you remember when I told you to dance and celebrate because this is going to be the best thing ever happened to us and she will just laugh right now because everything is in the past long time ago so but I knew the cancer is curable I knew the medical field has nothing good for us to offer for the long-term solutions and I just, what I, what I clearly saw that God wants me to, to save my mom and found every possible cure for my mother and travel the world, whatever I need to do at this point, quit my personal relationships, my jobs, my everything, and just to find the answers. And that's exactly what I did. I traveled the world. I went back to Europe the same day I received the phone call. Seven in the morning, she called me. 7 p.m. I was already in an international airport. And since then, never slept again, been on cancer research for 27,000 hours. Wow. And what are some things that you found on when you went traveling for your mom? 
my main thing was really to confirm the information because there's a lot of people say certain things, but then again, facts, evidence, and data. So I just simply wanted to know everything, what they claim or they said, or even doctors or scientists, I wanted to make sure. So a lot of times they would say, I don't want to discuss, or there was another doctor in Latvia, like he could not want to talk to me over the phone. And I'm like, why you don't want to talk to me? So I would figure if something he doesn't want to share, or he's trying to be careful of something. So in situations like that, I would travel to meet these doctors, professors, scientists. So then also what I did, I went to meet a lot of people and doctors from oncology. And I talked to them and I questioned the chemotherapy, questioned radiation. And uh, yeah, so it was just a lot of putting data together, but at the same time, learning about the things that does help with cancer and clarifying that data. So yeah, that's what, that's what, that's exactly what it took me. But there's a lot of things. That's not single one thing. Say, hey, take this magic pill. It's going to help you with cancer because cancer, it's, first of all, we get cancer four times in our lifetime. We don't even know we had one because our immune system, the God's most powerful system that not single one science department was able to finalize and figure out what is immune system because it's so genius. It's so intelligent. Does always take care of our bodies. Our job is to take care of the main guy in the body that is our own immune system. And if that immune system goes down, then you're susceptible to anything, including COVID. So with that being said, I just wanted to really clarify so much information and to focus on that aspect and also what helps your immune system. But at the same time, people are always looking for magic pill and there is no magic pill. First of all, the empower immune system, because that's the, that's the army of tools are sitting in your body can fight any disease on the human earth, any disease. So empowering immune system was one of those. And then, of course, I learned a lot about megadose vitamin Cs and Latril, B17. Um, there's people been cured in 1950s and they're still alive. They've been given, you know, stage four, stage three cancers. And, and, and you know, I was reading every possible book I could read. At night times and day times, I would just connect with the sources doctor science professors and make sure I would clarify the data and what I'm talking and just kept me to, to different direction and different direction to the point where I became like a Wikipedia of my own. I remember I heard on the, on another podcast, you said you just started helping a bunch of people with, with cancer. Is that right? That's actually the reason why God gave cancer to my mom, to be honest with you. There's really no any other reasons because if it wasn't for my mom's cancer, I would never spend my whole life studying cancer. Um, so that's the reason why I got so excited when my mom called me because I truly saw me being in a field and I saw all those happy faces. And I assumed at that time that these people going to be like, disease-free whatever disease they have and that's exactly what I did when my mom got diagnosed uh cancer-free I was so excited 
never going to forget. I said, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, now we're going to share the cancer cures. We're going to help people. We're going to change the world and people don't have to suffer. We're going to keep moms with their children, children with their moms, dads at home. And we don't have to worry about this anymore. So I was simply na naively, like super excited. But I didn't know it was the whole system against me. So yes, in the beginning, the first six months, you know, before I got crazy booked and crazy busy, I just simply was helping people. I was so excited. After my work hours, I would just, anybody who had cancer, I would just volunteer, go to people's homes, sit there and talk them, educate them, teach them how to clean parasites, how to clean toxins from their food, how to filtrate your systems. Like, what do you need to do? Where do you start? What is the immune system? So just like, setting up the environment itself is a huge difference so i was just that's exactly what i was doing i was just dedicating myself towards strangers never met in my life and these strangers start getting better and that's the point where i really said oh my gosh i need to learn more about cancer and i until today i'm still learning it's never going to be a, a process where you stop learning it's i feel like we have such a high success rate but still i'm still talking to my doctors in Japan. I'm still talking to my doctors that I work in Australia. I have a great relationships. I worked in Mexico, Tijuana. At what point did you start looking into the hemp industry? When I was devastated, when I realized what's going on, <laughs> when I, when I learned that. Um, so what happened else in the, in the cancer or any autoimmune disease, disease or any kind of inflammation, anything you do to treat yourself the herb plant supplement medicine you do have to use the high quality whatever whatever the supplement or herb it is what i learned that all of us have it's called endocannabinoid system it's just like the organs we have it's part of our system it's god's given system it's not something you chose, God gave you. That system is essential and is the most important thing in your body to control hundreds of systems. That means your spleen, your brain, your liver, your kidneys, your ovaries, your gut, your microbiome, everything. What happens is when I learned that the hemp plant can empower that system, like is no tomorrow, I said, I need to find the highest quality hemp products on the market so I can help people to empower their own endocannabinoid system so they can be healthy again. What happened is when I start my research on the hemp plants and the hemp products and, the, and everything what I saw on the market, that's what it was a very devastating moment because I physically visited number one hemp producers in the country I tested their products. I sent it to third-party independent labs. And I said, I don't want to be told what's in these bottles. I want to know for sure for myself because I know the industry is not regulated. So when I learned these products, like 99.9% .9 of them, load of a mold, toxins, metals, like literally like all those things while you're sick in the first place. And, and I'm like, I have to look for regulations and I'm like oh there is no regulations oh then what's happening here and then I realized that the CBD is a drug 
and CBDA is not a drug and CBD is patented as a drug and already belongs to pharmaceuticals. And since now I have all this experience with pharmaceutical routes, I'm like, I know exactly what's going on. So these people patented and trademarked this fake compound CBD that doesn't even exist in the mother nature that God created. And they want all the world to learn about CBD because it's their compound because eventually they're going to pull back. And the CBDA, it's exactly what's in the God's given nature because there is no CBD in the hemp plant. There's only CBDA, THCA, CBGA, all the God's given acidic cannabinoids. And guess what? That's exactly what happened. I realized no one is doing it. And I said, I was crying first two days because I was very devastated because I knew how this plant is essential to us. And that single one company was doing what's right after I spent tens of thousands of dollars of traveling, investigating these companies, spending money on the lab results. I said, I am devastated. God, what am I going to do now? And I connected myself with top holistic and experts and also cannabis experts and doctors from Harvard, Nobel Prize winner doctors who discovered human endocannabinoid system. And I said, are you guys aware of the issue in the country? And they said, yes, we do. And, and we can help you, like, unless you find the way. And I said, I will make the way. And that's exactly when I decided that I need to bring something on the market. So how did you how did you go about doing that? How did you learn about growing it and all the ways to like how does the process work? How do you extract the CBDA from the plant? First of all, a couple of things we need to understand the hemp plant itself is it it's probably the most sustainable plant we can possibly ask from from God because you can literally build home with hemp, you can create your clothing line. You can also have a create batteries for the cars. You can also use this as as ropes. You can also feed your your animals. You can also use hemp for the medicine and empower the most essential system in your body. It's called endocannabinoid system to keep your whole body under the balance. So. But one thing that we need to really understand, the hemp plant also is a soil cleaner. We used to use hemp to clean the soil. It's extremely sensitive towards toxins. So grabs like a little magnet, every possible toxin from the air and soil. So if you want to grow hemp plant for like medicinal purposes and to empower your own endocannabinoid system, since we live in very interesting environment, <laughs> You have to be very careful the way you develop the soil in order to plant to be healthy for people to consume later. Because keep in mind, grabs all these toxins. So I said, okay, if that's the case, what I'm going to do about this? I need to figure out what soil we had when Jesus was walking the earth and using cannabis to wash people's feet. Oh, we had a very different soil. There was no chemtrails. I'll say, okay. Let's figure out how to deactivate the chemtrails because I still want my sunshine because these chemtrails are the ones who are causing also damage for the soil and they changing the microbes in the soil. And from the microbe is not active or it's like barely alive. It can allow plants to be expressing themselves. So I said, okay, so I need to take care of the sky. I found a way to do that. It took me a little while. 
And then I said, I need to understand what the soul we had 2000 years ago. So I learned it was all about the microbes. It's all about enriching these microbes. And you can have multiple ways to en enrich them. So for example, you can use uh, cow's waste. And, but that waste, it needs to be very healthy only if the cow is healthy. So that means the cow needs to be healthy. Oh, well, I'm going to get the healthy cows. Then I learned there's only one cow genetic uh, species are left. And those are from Japan. And those cows have been 19 generations, no vaccines. And I said, oh my gosh, I need to get those cows. I need to make sure these cows are pooping on my soil <laughs> because those are untouched cows in 19 generations, never been mutated. So, you know, I got these cows and I got the poo. I was so happy. I'm still happy about the cows. So, and then also about the water, you have to plant the, you know, the plants with the good water. So there's like so much we did. There's a lot of proprietary things we did also. There's a ways I brought the microbes. Gosh, I can't tell you that. That's you can't bring anything overseas legally in this country. So, um, but I did a lot of things. Basically, I'm not gonna tell you how I did, but I found the oldest untouched soil on this planet, and I was able to figure out how we can have the same microbe species, actually, which is oldest, not manipulated here in the United States. So Long story short is, uh, yeah, there was a lot of work just to develop the soil. So it wasn't easy. So the second thing, what we focused on, we focused on, I wanted to know, because most companies, they would harvest these very sick plants and they would harvest the technology. So the, the big machines come in, they use the metal hands and they cut and, and process and heat and then put in a massive extraction with ethanol and solvents and gases that are not good for the plant and the people and kidneys and liver and I said whoa this is the whole thing I need to change and that's what I did I said I want to be like 2000 years ago because 2000 years ago we really had nutrients everywhere so I wanted to make sure I'm doing handcraft and and then when we finally do the harvest which is another very hard complicated process we have to actually separate each plant and hang them and like kind of dry them in the room temperature which just takes weeks and weeks to finally get them in the right moisture and sometimes sooner really depends it sometimes can take a week or two sometimes longer so and then what we do we have a beautiful extraction process that is completely not harmful and keeps exact same chemistry as in the plant which is god's chemistry not the pharmaceutical one it's cbda cbga and all other terpenes cannabinoids flavonoids and all those beautiful medicinal compounds are in the finished bottle so when you take our product you truly truly take the God's created version comes from the seed to the soil, to the harvest, to the finished bottle. Have you had customers that have taken CBD in the past and they take your product now? Can they, can they tell the difference? I never had a customer who actually said, I don't see any difference. That's why I love CBD users because when people try a hundred different brands and when they try ours, they realized they never tried CBD in the past, even they tried 100 brands. Because the way we 
first of all, our product is not active and that's not supposed to be because your own endocannabinoid system should activate those cannabinoids. They should connect together and you shouldn't create this magic in your body. But most products or most plants on the market are actually activated before they even touch the extraction process because of the growing processes and the harvesting processes and extraction processes. So there's a lot of steps involved to do things right, but yet people do see results and people also always notice like this is completely different than ever tried before. I'm so glad that you took the time to listen today. If you liked what you heard, will you leave me a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can reach more people? And if you want to connect with me, go to herholistichealing.com. Matthew 11 verses 28 through 30. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For you. It's easy and my burden is light.